You don't have to be a prominent Eurasian. Every Eurasian is prominent. Mm. Everybody can help in some way or other. Right. You don't have to be rich. Ooh. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to yet another episode of CHC. It is the Chris Hansen conversation. And I always have the best kind of people seated with me in my studio at CCB TV. And tonight, I have someone really special. She's the one that beats the ethnic beat. For a particular ethnic community in Singapore. I'm saying it because I am from that community. And she is Sandra Galliston. Thank you very much for being here. Welcome to the show, Sandra. Very happy to be here. Okay, hang on a second. I think you're going to move in just a little bit so that we can pick you up. Okay. Right, Sandra. Thank you once again for being here. Um, And I I need to do this. This is customary before we begin all the the chit-chat. Yeah? Okay. We've got with us this marvelous probably and i say this and it is true the most crispiest fluffiest damn vades in the land and it is from gordon's vades and they feed me and my guests all the time so thank you vj thank you gordon's vades and feel free you know to munch away yes, these, these munchkins are Definitely. amazing <laughs> amazing so san I, I want to start another thing that's traditional here for me, okay, on all of my shows. I will always want to throw the mic over to my guest and ask this question, and it's all yours, yeah? Okay. Who is Sandra Galliston? Mm, hard question to answer. Really? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Singaporean. Okay. True blue Singaporean. Great. Proudly Eurasian. Mm, definitely. De- definitely proudly Eurasian. And um, I'm just trying to do the best for the community right now. Okay. What do you do, actually, for... Do you do... You have a profession? You have a job, a I'm career? I'm a prof- uh, photographer. Yeah, okay. You're a, prof- uh, a photographer. Profe- professional photographer. Wow. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about 15. So what kind of... Photo- years. 15, 18 years. Yeah. What kind of photography do you do? Uh... I started off in Hong Kong. We did uh, fashion shoots. Right. And I learned from a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And then came back to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Started out my own little business. And we do events. We do, I do portraiture. Oh. Yes. Wow. And, um, and then I went to India to live for a couple of years. And then I did uh, professional photog- videography for the Dalai Lama. For the Dalai Lama. Yes. Wait a second. Yes. <laughs> are you saying that you are, you were, are, were uh, the official? Well, yes. Photographer? Uh, the fish, official photographer is Tenzin. It's a, it's, I mean, he works in Dalai Lama's office. Right. But all the Singapore groups that came in to uh, India, yeah. I did the photography for them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So you met the Dalai Lama? Yes, I have. You have conversed? Oh, wow. <laughs> now that we're on that topic, mm. should I do this? <laughs> should I? Go for it. Okay, that tongue-sucking incident. Yes. What's your take on it? Okay, when it first came out, mm-hmm. it was just, uh, I saw the clip, and, right. I, and I didn't think much of it. And then after that, everything was, uh, everyone was outraged. Everyone was the uproar. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, I lived it in the Tibetan community for years. Mm-hmm. I lived in the Tibetan, uh, with Tibetans. My mm-hmm. neighbors were Tibetans, the Lamas. This thing is, 
it is actually not suck my tongue it's eat my tongue Okay, I don't know which is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I is, don't know which is. It is. It is a Tibetan. Uh, say the grandparents and elder. Right. They will give the grandchildren sweets and right. and love and hugs. Right. And then after the grandparents would say, "I got nothing left for you, but for you to eat my tongue." It's a Tibetan cut. So uh, it's a cultural thing. thing. It's a absolutely cultural. And it's acceptable in their culture. Everybody though. does it. They don't actually. May not actually do it, right? But it's said, okay. Like, oh, you, nothing le- left for you but to eat my tongue. So okay. it's not. Um, it has never been seen. My neighbors have done it. the The problem, <laughs> the problem c- comes when His Holiness the Dalai Lama, because he self he taught himself English, right? So okay, mm-hmm. and. Instead of saying the word "eat my tongue," which is that usual Tibetan phrase, he said, "Suck my tongue." So, and the video is all spliced up. I mean, you work in media, you know, right? How they can just yeah, you know, you know, yeah, and make it all the in, all the interesting cuts yeah. and snippets, but I mean, the important all, ones they throw away. Yeah. The the boys' parents were sitting just you know ten feet from them. Yeah. They were, Hundreds of people. Was this boy a Tibetan boy? No, I think he was an Indian boy. Indian boy. Indian boy. Okay. So everybody was laughing when the Dalama said that because people in the audience are familiar with it. Okay. And so some of the comments were, "Oh, how can you everyone be laughing? It is precisely because you are something so innocent." Right. In okay. fact, when I've met the Dalama, you know, he's always playing with people's beards. Mm. I photographed it myself mm. of him doing that. Mm. He he ruffled my hair. Mm. So it's a it's a very it's a cultural thing. So people so people basically based on, for lack of a better description, based on conventional wisdom, whatever the fuck that would mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in 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 other cultures outside yeah. of the Tibetan culture, yeah. misconstrued that as something maybe oh, what oh, a, so what a pedophile would exactly, actually do, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, pedophile won't do it in front of national TV, in front of millions <laughs> of people. Actually, you got a very good point there. You know? I mean, there yeah, are that's a good point. Hundreds of cameras everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good so point. That's a good point. Why would a pedophile do this openly, right? And, you know, yeah. so something in life. Yeah. Something very innocent can be construed into something very bad. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's, yeah. that just happens all yeah, the time. It's sad. And it's just people with this uh, fucked up cancel culture <laughs> bullshit. And, and you know, you and have this, calling out. You have His Holiness that has spent his life yeah. devoted to good works and, you know, yeah. peace and harmony and everything. Yeah. And then that one misconstrued moment yep. and everybody just oh yeah, boom goes through it yeah. that's life isn't it yeah, that's you can life. do good and yep. then but it, now that we're on that topic that's life you know you can do good and then people people actually come and screw you over <laughs> you know over something that you, you see something oh yeah. oh yeah. you it's did so, that it's huh? almost a, a yeah. joy that they found like they, they <laughs> yeah, take yeah. pleasure in it yes they take pleasure in that so but in your in your time because besides being uh, a professional photographer and this is the first I'm hearing man that you actually <laughs> sat down at the Dalai Lama yeah. and you were taking pictures for him etc yeah. etc et but the reason why you are in my studio is because you're this person that you know today's the first time I think we've met face to face right yes, yes. I know you from social media and the reason why you I know you off social media is because of the great work in my opinion and I don't give a 
I don't give a care in the world what anyone else might think. But in my, what I see every day, and I just, it marvels me. <laughs> Eurasians. And then it's not just Eurasians in Singapore. The Eurasians internationally, birthdays, from birthdays to passing. Yeah. And you, you put posts up either congratulating people for birthdays, wedding anniversaries, even, even you know, sympathies and condolences to those who passed on. And I think that's, that is, I mean, you do more than what our, our broadsheet newspaper would be doing, man. I think it's amazing, really. It's amazing stuff. Uh, for those of you who don't know, San Galliston, it's a person that is uh, running the show of this marvelous uh, uh, portal. Can may I say that? Yes. Portal. Uh, we see it all the time on social media. It's called Eurasians International. And she's a person that I call who beats that ethnic beat for the Eurasian community, not just in Singapore. Really, everywhere. I remember there was a time, I, I, and this one really got me. I read this uh, post about one Eurasian lady right. living in Canada whose apartment burned down. Yes. And I was think I and yeah. I was going, <laughs> What? Hey, how this yeah. is news from halfway across the globe yeah. of someone from the Eurasian community living there as a Canadian I would yes, assume. Yes. And having lost everything. Yes. And then you guys tried to to, to seek help and, and crowdfund yes. for her, right? Yes. Did it work out? Uh, I think it did work out, but to what extent I don't know. Oh sure, but people did yes, come forward. Yes. So it, it, this was this was a good. This has been a great platform for yes, people like that. The people in need, right? Definitely, because what? we have the Eurasians have migrated all over the world. Right. And as much as they have uh, settled down as an Aussie or mm. a Brit, mm. they're still Eurasian at heart. <laughs> you know, uh, there's a still that Eurasian in them, mm -hmm. and so being part of that platform, right, where they can come together mm. and uh, you know see how everyone is doing around the world. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. What else does Eurasian International do? Okay, we we started off with um, collecting data mm -hmm. for all the Eurasians that have passed in the grave mm -hmm. at Tuachukang. So we have. 2,188 documented uh, images of uh, Eurasians that have passed. Yes, so because wow. Bitadari, you know, my uncle mm. was buried at Bitadari. Which is all gone now, which right? Which is all gone. Yeah. So I don't have even a picture of his grave. Okay. And I told my sister, I said, how sad is that? I mean, you know, nobody made an effort to keep all these pictures and you know, now it's so easy to take photos. Mm -hmm. So I started doing it at Tuachukang. Okay. And slowly over the last three years, right. taking pictures of everybody's grave. And so we have a database now of 2,188, of which if somebody comes from Australia and says, oh, my uncle died in 1997, and he's probably, uh, he's buried in Tuachukang, I can kind of trace their grave for them. Really? Yes. The plot where they are? Yes, I've done it. <laughs> okay, okay, I need to ask you. You... <laughs> it's noble, it's brilliant, it's fantastic. I, I gotta say, hats off to you. You spent time 
going yeah. finding graves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm no, not no. funny, but it is also at the same time. You, you know, and and you will. <laughs> so we spend Sundays, yeah. Wow. Grave hunting. Wow. So we we walk around and say, oh, this is all yes. Take pictures. This side, that side. If the graves are like. Okay, but seriously, what's that seed of motivation that would get you to do something like that, as well as starting, you know, Eurasian International? I mean, what because, is that motivation? It, it is part of bringing the community together. Mm-hmm. Setting up our food bank is yeah. one part of it. Okay, okay, food bank, food bank. Let's talk yeah. about that. Now you're talking about food bank. I'm sorry, no, I do this. My brain just goes no, that way. Okay. So, food bank. Right. What food bank is this? Okay, so Eurasians International started our own food bank. Right. Food bank a few years ago. Uh huh. And it started off very small with my family members donating food. Okay. And then people would call me. In fact, before that, somebody called me and said, "Hey, San, you know, I've this auntie's thing in Bukit Mirror, whatever, and you know." She's finding a bit difficult right. with everything, and I was right. like, "Oh, okay. How many people in the house? Right. So one, two, three. So I went there and I just gave a parcel to her. Uh-huh. It started off very uh, small, right. And then more and more Eurasians started calling us and saying, "Oh, we have this person. We have this person. This family needs mm-hmm. help." Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, "Oh, it's getting a bit." Uh, <laughs> a bit big, a bit big, big yeah. yeah yeah already about 10 families mm. and then uh, so I asked the community our own Eurasian community look I've got 10 families and we need this this food mm-hmm. so can you all donate mm-hmm. you don't have to donate a lot mm-hmm. we didn't ask for like a lot of food right the cans of soap some rice, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, we used to drive and go pick it up. Mm-hmm. And then some of them would take NTUC and then they would bring the food to us. Right. So then it was getting to the point that my my house was getting <laughs> overcrowded. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was going to pull this food. So I uh, recreated, I made a storeroom uh-huh. and had this pantry. Uh-huh. And then now we have, now we have 39 families, no, sorry, 37 families uh, Two Eurasian, fa- uh, two have died, passed away since then. Right. So we have thirty-seven families that we take care of. Wow. Yeah, on a monthly basis. Wow. And then we started uh, because what is very important to me is Eurasian businesses. Okay. That's that's something that's also very close to my heart. Right. I feel that the, you know, when the Chinese first came mm-hmm. to Singapore, they right. set up a clan. Clan associations, Clan. yes, yes. All the business owners, right? We've never done that with Eurasians. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that's the case, sir? Huh? I don't know why. It's like it has never been a priority. And when the Eurasian businesses don't do well, people are quick to say, "You Eurasians don't know how to do business. You don't know how to make money." And you, 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 you know, you get that too. I get that too. <laughs> so I was always like, you know, I've studied communities. I've right. studied the Japanese community. I've studied the Jews. Uh, very close and successful communities. Right. Why? 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 What makes them so successful? Right. Cohesive. Right. And it's because they support each other. Mm. Whereas, uh, maybe in the past, we are used to uh, criticize each other mm. rather than support. Mm. Okay. So, when I started EI, I told myself, no, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to try to change that for our members. So, I started the EI Business Owners Group. Okay. 
So we started with one, two, three business owners. We have over 154 now. Okay. That we support worldwide. Okay. And and what do you guys do okay. to help this? Just a business this network. Group. Yeah. Yeah. So we help to promote them. We mm. help to write features about them. We uh, find out w- what they are, what their aims are, what their right. goals are. Because right. some people are happy to be home-based own businesses, sure. small. Yeah. They don't want to scale. They don't want to grow. They don't want to scale, scale up. up. They, yep. they are happy mm. to be. That's fine. Mm. And if we can help them to earn a living mm. and be comfortable, mm. why not? Right. At the same time, so the main point of it is the Eurasian mm-hmm. business owners, the home cooks. Right. And doing that, we're also keeping the heritage, Eurasian heritage food alive. Right. So that's the re- that's what I, that explains what I see often enough but all the stuff you could, you put out yeah. for 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 home bakes the and home cooks, cooks right 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 yeah, okay so then what I thought is uh okay we are giving provisions mm-hmm. and there's a certain seg- uh, segment of our members that's helping mm-hmm. uh, we have so many home based businesses that they can provide bentos mm-hmm. so then the bis- uh, the members can then go to the business owners and say oh I want to Sponsor twenty bentos. Right. And so it you're helping also. the business owners. Right. You're helping the the recipients. Right. Right. And right. The sponsors, and it's all we're doing it ourselves. Right. Right. We're not asking anyone else for Wow. Money. Wow. So it's all within. The so all this started with taking pictures of graves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the community. Yes. Yes. And then it evolved into, into this whole yeah, the business network, the business and it evolved network. into the food. I mean, first the food bank, and then yeah. the business network. Is there anything else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure there. Are. I'm and sure there. Are. We feel that like the musicians, mm-hmm. mm. we want to to help them when they f- put out their videos. We wanted to. We want every Eurasian to know mm. who's Chris Hansen, who's you know Leonard Rizal, who's every. Yeah, it's yeah. like. What a shame! You don't even know your own people. Yeah, you know. And you know, you know. I mean, we we Eurasians are well, proudly, we Eurasians are known to be talented where music is concerned, Absolutely. and where media work is concerned, and as being entertainers. Sadly, sadly, stereotype. Yes, yes. yes stereotype with others. That, hey, you are Eurasian, right? Yeah, you yeah. Eurasian means are you Ben Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah? yeah, you know, and, and it, sometimes it gets a bit grating, you know, like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, why, why do you think, and that's exactly what it is, you know, I can relate completely. I'm Eurasian, yeah. I'll say it, you know, um, okay, you're Eurasian, you must be band boy, oh, Eurasian yeah. cannot do business, ah. yes, ex- exactly, yeah, yeah, it, yeah so, so what you said, it's very relatable, I can completely so all relate. All these kind of uh, stereotypes. Mm. Uh, why do they exist? Because no one uh, stands up to dispute it. Yeah, it's not enough information out there of people, of Eurasians that are doing other things. Right. So when they are in business, I want to promote them. Mm. When they are studying for their masters, mm. I want to promote them mm. and follow their journey. Okay. Can I ask you this? From one Eurasian to another, we just talked, spoke about stereotyping, right? right? You know what is the other thing that bugs me? There's a real itch in my ass that I just cannot scratch. Um, that is, every time I have to fill up a form, 
and it says race you say others and it says <laughs> others and i've got to do the extra work of checking right. others right. and writing down my race what's your take on that well as long as we are not united we'll always be others you think uh, is that really the reason? I mean, that, that it calls for our ethnic okay. unity for this to happen? Okay, there's, let's put it this way. There are only 18,000 Eurasians in Singapore. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> that's, not much okay. of a, that's not much of a voice. Right. In terms of... So, so okay, you know, if we look at other minorities then, we look at, say, the Sikh community. Okay. Are they larger than us? I'm not so sure about that. Mm. But Eurasians are mixed. So you have Eurasians that are Eurasians <laughs> but mixed with Chinese. Yeah, that's uh, me. Eurasians, uh, all the Roja, <laughs> they <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think for the others, like the Sikhs, they are mostly, they marry their own, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. within their own, within their own community. community. Yeah, but that's so we that are seen too much as, a, it's too complicated. Really? Yeah. What's so complicated? To me... I'm not for it. I mean, it. has it evolved? I'm not for it. You're not for it? I'm not for it. I, I would. When I started Eurasians International, one of the first posts I made was about being others. I said my, my great-grandparents, my parents, they did so much. And how, how have we gone not from Eurasians to others? Exactly. Yeah. That is exactly what I feel. And, one, and that is one of the motivating forces of whatever I do. You see, I don't, I don't think it's a matter of because we're so mixed. Yeah. Look, it's simple, okay? You follow the father's surname, right? Right? Yeah, yeah it's not complicated. Yeah, and your father's surname means you follow your father's race. Yeah, simple yeah. as that. And so, therefore, it's not an issue when it comes to the national registry. Anyway, yeah. when a kid is born. The race is taken from the father. Yeah. You see what I mean? So I think it was during Gochok Tong's time that. Um, no, but even before that. Yeah. I mean, was, was there ever a time that there was an option to check off as a Eurasian? I think there was. There was. Yes. Oh, must have been before I was born, man. <laughs> really? I mean, I've never seen that. I've yeah. never experienced that at all. I think so. Yes, there was, I think. Eurasian. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, what the hell? Who the hell changed that, man? Yeah. So that's why whatever I do, it's always... And somebody always told me, somebody told me rather, why do you say proudly Eurasian? Isn't that so arrogant? And I was like, I'm actually proud to be a part of an 18. Wait, uh, wait, wait. This person that asked you. It's a Eurasian. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. That is really weird. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so, it's like you're part of 18,000. Rather than it to be a crutch. Right. You should use your uniqueness to make a difference. Yeah. I mean, look, we have people with nice freaking names, man. <laughs> exactly. Double eyelids and bone in the nose and all that. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, use your uniqueness. Yeah. Use your exotic. Yeah, yeah. Use it. Yeah, why not? And, why the uh, hell not? Mix it up. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I wonder about, you know, how is that arrogant? You know, you you gotta be you gotta be you gotta be proud of whoever you are. Look, exactly. listen, man. Look at me. I'm a melting pot, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a melting pot, man. My 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 I my I'm my mother is P 
pure Puranakan. Right. My dad's Eurasian, right. right? I'm raised more Puranakan right. than I, I'm raised Eurasian. And how fabulous is that? Yeah. And, and, but to me, you can't escape the fact. I can't escape the fact. And I'm don't, not about to escape the fact that I am Eurasian. Yeah. Why should I? Yeah. Right? I'm just proud of the fact, though, yeah. that I have heritage that comes too pronged. Absolutely, exactly. You know, and I'm not the only one in the Eurasian community yeah. just just like that. You know, that is like that. I'm not the only one. I know that for a fact, right? We celebrate. I think we're able to celebrate That's the word. diversity. That's the word. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. Rather than saying, oh, I have this identity crisis. Oh, I don't know. You know, am I this or am I that? <laughs> just celebrate who you are. Yeah. Part of you is Chinese, part of you is Eurasian, yeah. you can be Armenian, you can be right. Portuguese. Yeah. Celebrate it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, the diversity is amazing, right? Yeah. It should not be seen as an as, as complicated complication. It's as complicated you know? as you think it to be. Yeah, and I really don't like it. You know, some people say innocently thinking it's fine. Yeah. But I really don't like it when I have people, you know, in Hokkien and they go, oh, you tap thing. Uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really <laughs> hate that, man. And I hate that. In the past, you know, people, even now, look at you, oh, what are you, you're Singaporean. Uh? Yeah, figure it out, man. <laughs> figure it out. I mean, I've had, you know? <laughs> I've had people who thought I was Filipino. I've had people who thought that I was uh, freaking Maori, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? You know, be, oh, because I got this. Well, come on, okay. come on, think, think. <laughs> you know, I've had Kiwi guys in Bali when I was in Bali right. crossing the street and going, well, uh, "Yeah, mate, how you doing, mate?" <laughs> yeah. And it, it actually thought that I was Kiwi. It's so fabulous. Because yeah, it is. You, you know. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I think I think people it, can't uh, figure you out. What are you? What are you? I what mean, are you? Part of it also is uh, say thirty years ago, forty years ago, mm -hmm. I was flying for SQ. Uh huh. And as a student, you were students. Yes. Okay. Stewardess. Okay. Wow. And you know, the Americans used to come on board, and and they would say, "Oh, they speak English." <laughs> like we speak English, I was like, <laughs> you know, Singapore's part of China. They have no idea. Oh gosh. You know, it's it's come a long way, but these are stereotypes that we need to. Oh, you see, that's the thing. Is, that's the thing. You see. You know, Singaporeans, we talk about being a Singaporean, right? You're proudly Singaporean. Yeah. I am proudly Singaporean. Though we are Eurasians, it doesn't necessarily mean that we are not proud of nation, uh, of country. Exactly. You know, I, 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 and, and rightly said, because as you said earlier, right, how is it that we, are, we, still, come, we still come classified under others, others. and we've got to fill it up, right? When our forefathers, I mean, and my dad included my dad was quite a figure exactly yeah. and the amount of sacrifice they've yeah, made so for this country so unfair yeah regardless yeah, of whether it was before independence or yeah. after independence that's not the point that's not the point right the point is, is that it's still on this land yeah and and yes we are proudly Singaporean you and the thing is how can you how can you expect um, the average Singaporean to know what is the Eurasian mm -hmm. if we are always going to be classified under others? Exactly. It's still a, you know, it's amazing. I mean, I'm in my 50s now. And since I was a young kid until today, 
when people ask me what race are you can't figure it out and you tell them and I tell them I tell them Eurasian and they go yeah. what's that yeah. and I thought you know maybe years later things will get better no no it's just get worse it's still the same, it's the same. <laughs> I mean in my opinion it's still the same like right. what's that uh, then you gotta yeah. go some people will get it the, the, some people will yeah. if you say uh, Sarani yeah some people will get it yes some people still don't yeah and they end up using as I said earlier this th term I hate Oh, it's up thing. Mm. You know, I mean, look, dude, if you want to go that far, <laughs> right? Imagine if I want to insult someone, which I don't want to, you know, and I don't intend to turn this into a racial show. Um, and it's not a racial show, yeah? Please, yeah? Huh? Uh, we're two Eurasians having a chat, and this is a real intimate chat, so you either appreciate it, don't like it, get the fuck out, okay? Uh, <laughs> and frankly, um, you have, if you have a person who's Cantonese and marries a Hokkien, you're a Chinese and marrying a Chinese. Yeah. You're different dialect groups. I'm not going to call you a subject. Yeah. You know, and nobody would actually. Yeah. Why do you do it with us? Yeah. You know, I, I think that's not nice, right? Yeah. I think calling someone a Chindian, uh, I mean, nowadays it seems to be quite acceptable. It's quite acceptable. It's quite acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I don't know, but I don't know whether they get it as, uh, you know, I wouldn't say as bad. I don't, yeah. don't know whether they have the same kind of experience. Right. Um, um, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I had Divian Nair on my show, uh, the last show I had, right. um, and we were talking about this, you know, and, <laughs> and this guy <laughs> speaks Mandarin like water. Right. <laughs> yes. <I> dude. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're putting it to good use, man. You know, I mean, it's great, right? I think we have to learn how to celebrate diversity. Celebrate. Really, yeah. you know. I'm going to have a shoot very soon uh, with, with uh, Dr. Geraldine Tan. Um, she's going to be on my show, too. And, you know, since we are talking about this, you know, this is where I find sometimes there's a lot of ignorance when it comes to other races. Yes. Right? Um, uh, and the minority race, races, that is. And, uh, you know, for example, and also the understanding of culture. Yeah. Much like the Dalai Lama and the eat my tongue yeah. thing, right? Yeah. It's got completely misunderstood yes. and thrown out of whack. Yeah. Um, uh, for us, we don't even understand our own sometimes. Yes. For example, there was this young lady. Uh, she's, you know, the, the, she's Muslim mm -hmm. and they're celebrating well, I would say, the right word to say, we'll be celebrating Ram the holy month of Ramadan, holy right? Month. So, they're fasting. Yeah. Ifta is when they book up Puasa. That's right. when they break their fast. Right. And then she was on an MRT train. Ah, yes. And <laughs> you know it is obligatory for them yeah. to break fast. At least yeah. if they were to just drink a glass of water yeah. or drink some water exactly. or have a bite of something, right? She had a Snickers she bar. Had, yes. <laughs> and then she was admonished yeah. by a... a commuter yeah. on the train and no matter what that commuter was leaning on the law that you yeah. cannot eat yes. and drink on the train she went to see the station master she asked the station master about it you know i mean was, I, mean, I can't do that yeah. and he smiled and he was kind right. he says just just as long as you don't litter the rapper yeah. you know Pe some people understand thankfully yeah. Yeah. right i mean we can always lean on the law exactly we can. Yeah. The letter of it. Yeah. But forget about the spirit. Uh. Yeah. At the end no of the day, yeah. You have to have the kampung spirit. Exactly. You know, and to me, I was honestly, honestly, I was, 
I was I had steam coming out of my ears when I read about that because but I think I'm it's also a cultural thing now becoming a cultural thing. Everyone has a phone. Yeah. Everyone is like oh, this uh, citizen uh, vigilante. Yep. Oh, you did something wrong. Take out the phone and video you. Yep. And uh, you know. And they're not. They're calling like out. Calling out. Yeah, they're calling Sometimes out. Sometimes it's. It's just uncalled for. Mm, it is. You know? I think this poor girl, you know. Yeah. I, I look. I would say this. Intoler you, it's you, intolerance. Yeah, other people who are not Muslims, you try fasting for a month. Yeah. You know, with no water and no food for most yeah. hours of each day, and then you know that you want to be fervent in your faith, right. and you have got to observe certain rules. Yeah. Yeah, for yourself, for your faith. Yeah. Right. We have to give in, give way, understand, yeah. rather than rip people apart. Yeah. I think there are too many people just waiting for somebody to do something wrong. Yeah, and then yeah, I think so. I think so. It, it yeah. gets a little, it gets a little yeah. much, though. You know, are there are there any goals that you have? I I've heard some, but I don't know if there's any other that that would be you, you definitely would, wouldn't want to mention here. Um, any goals that you have for the community? I think the most important thing about any community mm -hmm. is to have that soul. Okay. To care for each other. Right. And not just on a superficial level. You can come up with a lot of programs. If it doesn't impact on anyone, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But to have, uh, to create a platform mm -hmm. that actually really benefits individuals. Right. Uh, a rising a rising star that mm -hmm. wants to sing, mm -hmm. uh, um, somebody that's, you know, going through a hard time, challenging right. times to actually have food at the, on yep. the table. Right. Real, something real that happens. It's not just all written down or sounds very nice, sounds mm -hmm. very flowery. Mm -hmm. But no one sees it. I mm. want I want people to feel it, right? To have that, you know, the community is behind you. So to to be automatically motivated to move forward and drive yeah. for the community. Yeah, and everybody mm -hmm. can be somebody. Mm. You don't have to be a prominent Eurasian. Every Eurasian is prominent. Mm. Everybody can help in some way or other. Right. You don't have to be rich. You don't right. have to be this. You know. Yeah. You, you can have be a middle income mm -hmm. no problem you right. can donate x amount mm -hmm. if you earn more if you right. want to give more right that's fine this sounds like what the church is asking for <laughs> <laughs> so but, are you are but you we need to make it work right we need to have it everybody from their heart mm -hmm. to give you know one one packet of rice mm -hmm. some can afford to give that and that's fine right that's that will help a family right. through a hard time. So basically, basically, what you're asking for truly, if I may sum this up for you, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, your goal, big picture, would be just basically what you started the show with, unity. Unity, yeah. Everyone just come together. Yeah. And somebody told me uh -huh. just a few weeks ago, uh -huh. uh, oh, you know, you have food from the heart. Mm -hmm. You have all these other organizations giving food. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, the food that we give mm -hmm. is what Eurasians like to eat. Mm -hmm. It's not just food. I can put a kaifan or something like that. Yep. Doesn't mean a Eurasian would like to eat that. Yeah. But if it had uh, devil curry, mm -hmm. uh, fang, 
you know, feng, uh, <laughs> that acha Eurasian sambal, suji, suji, which they haven't had forever. So what we are giving is not just oh, just give you some food, packet food. Yeah, it's food that they might not have had for twenty to thirty years. Yeah, yeah, because of their circumstances. Right, it's food that not that they can go out and make it themselves. Cuisine that they used to enjoy before in better times. Exactly. You mean right, right. Yeah, so we are not just giving food. Even when we give canned food, mm-hmm. we give them what. They used to have, and uh, maybe they can't afford it now. Mm-hmm. Corn beef, mm. uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. that kind of uh, yeah, yeah. luncheon meat yeah. spam. Yeah, here you uh, go. I'm, I'm celebrating. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> even the food in the bentos are yeah. all Eurasian classic dishes. or Eurasian dishes, heritage right. food. Right, and so and people actually cook up. They are they are Eurasians that yeah. you know, they're helping. I mean, they're cooking up all yeah. these. And we've had families that. Okay, they don't go through a business owner. Mm-hmm. A family gets together mm-hmm. and cooks combi stew, mm-hmm. makes combi cutlets, wow. mm-hmm. cooks the rice, mm-hmm. and comes and we redistrib- <laughs> distribute it. Okay. So the whole family um, has come up with the money, the right. funds, right. and they're also cooking the food for people that need I want to say, great job, guys. <laughs> you know, those of you that's been helping out in the food, in the food bank, yeah. I mean, it's great stuff. Please don't stop. It'd be great to have more people come in and do yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know the way I've been saying things from the get go, from the time we started, <laughs> is as if, hey, as if EI paying me, no, <laughs> no, ah, uh, I make it very clear, okay? And, yeah. And also, one of the goals is that okay, you're having a hard time. We've had a guy that he lost his job during COVID, mm-hmm. and he was having a very hard time, and we were there for him, right? Uh, in our own small way. Mm-hmm. And after COVID, he got a job, and then he is now a sponsor. Wow! So he was f- he was a recipient. So he's giving it. He's giving back. And now, now he's a sponsor. Wow! And now he calls me. He said, uh, "Do you need uh, somebody, to, uh, mm. someone to drive you? Mm-hmm. You know, to distribute the food. He's helping me carrying the food. Wow! He's uh, the unc- uncles and aunties. He's putting in the labor. He's so putting in yeah. the labor. He's right. fixing the houses. He's yeah. He and wow. his wife, wow. you know. Wow. So it's it's coming full circle. Wow. And that's EI has to be able to operate without me at some stage. What's really noble? You know, it's it's not about what I'm doing. It's about what can be done. You know, but I still I still don't get I still <laughs> didn't get the answer from you. You know, um, as you just said again. You know, I mean. EI's got to function without me And that is correct That's correct You know I mean Legacy's got to go on With or without someone Especially the person Who started it all Right But I still I'm still trying to get it The driving force Behind Sandra Gallison (laughs) Are doing all The driving force is my mother Ah Now we're getting somewhere Okay (laughs) Tell me more The driving force is my mother Tell me more Uh, I've had a very blessed life Okay. Students have my own business. Mm-hmm. I've done uh, okay. Okay. And all the time, my mom was always told me, "Go do the work for the Eurasian Association." Right. And I was right. like, you know, I was just a little bit too uh, happy enjoying my life. Okay. To do the things that I think my mother would have wanted me to do. Right. I mean, we we helped, but it was only to a certain level. Right. And then when my mom passed away mm-hmm. in 2011, mm-hmm. I was just left with these, all this memory, right? all these things that she did 
for the community right. quietly. Mm. Uh, and I was like, I needed to do something. You felt that there was there was a need. There was a something was prigging away at you. Ah, uh, yeah, it was just eating away at me. Right. I, I had to do something, and that's why I started EI. Mm-hmm. And my mother is the co-admin. Oh, okay. The heaven, my heavenly uh, <laughs> uh, presence, <laughs> you know, and all the things that she used to do. Mm-hmm. I remember following her in the car. She had this box of food, and mm-hmm. I was like, and she would go out and give to this person and mm-hmm. quietly come out, just put it at the door, and mm-hmm. all those things that she did. Mm-hmm. And I started to remember it mm-hmm. and told myself, I need to do this. I need to continue her part of her legacy. So basically, your mother actually is was and still is the driving factor absolutely 100% ah that was what I wanted to find out 100% because you know it takes a lot for someone to commit so deeply to something like this it is is my mom absolutely ah well god rest her soul and every time I am tired yeah and every time I I think this is a lot I'm I'm not a spring chicken (laughs) and we do get tired and I tell myself no it's okay I, I can rest but Tomorrow's another day. Right. Somebody's passed away, and we need to do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're doing this alone, uh, or other people helping you do I have this? Three, three main volunteers, and also um, we don't have a huge volunteer base mm-hmm. for what we do mm-hmm. because we are doing something uh, very privately, mm-hmm. giving food mm-hmm. and respecting the person's uh, dignity. Mm-hmm. We don't do photo shoots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me giving a packet of rice, <laughs> take pictures of the people. No wayang lah, basically lah. No. Okay. We do things very quietly. Right. We just give the food and we leave. Right. And there are some recipients that I don't know their names. Okay. Auntie and uncle. I don't need to know who they are. I mm. know they're Eurasian or they're Eurasian married to Malays, mm-hmm. Indians, Chinese. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Mm. As long as some, someone is a Eurasian. Yeah. We will be there. We'll you will try reach our out. best. You will reach, we'll out. reach out. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. and sometimes it's um, we have to think of the recipient. Okay. That person could be somebody's auntie. Right. Uncle. Right. And when they open the door and they see there somebody that they know at the door, as in their rel- relative. Yeah. It might be a bit embarrassing for them. Right. So we always think we we don't want to put them through that. Don't put them in a the spot. Yeah. Right. Everyone's got their dignity. Yeah. Mm. So we do. Sometimes our volunteers are not Eurasians. Mm. Yes. Wow. So they they know it's from EI. Yeah. But the f- it might be a Chinese. So mm. Yeah. And b- and they step forward and yes. they help. Yes. That's wonderful. Yeah. So that's diversity for you. Yes. <laughs> you know. So when the recipient opens the door, it might not necessarily be oh Eurasian. Give right. Give right. anyone. Right. But it's from us. Right. If I would ask you right now, right, and it's strange coming from a fellow Eurasian, but I'm going to ask you anyway, yeah, because you're the guest of the show, so okay. I have to ask you this. How, if I were to ask you to describe the Eurasian, general, uh, general, the Eurasian, how would you describe it? Uh, the Eurasian psyche. Mm, the Eurasian, Person. well, however okay. you might see my question. Very, um, Generous. Okay. Uh, and I say this because in most 
Eurasian households you go to. Mm-hmm. They always want to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, always more food. Mm-hmm. Always giving mm-hmm. in this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, money might not be a priority. Okay. Might be earning money. Earning uh, so much money. Right. You know the chase for that. The might chase not for be the a priority. Okay. Right. They have enough. Mm-hmm. They share. Mm-hmm. Uh, religion is important. Mm-hmm. The Eurasian. They like to celebrate. Ah, okay. Here we go. <laughs> they like to celebrate. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, you know, we have this stereotype, oh, the good yeah. times, and everything. But, but you know what? But you know, we, we have fun. and We, we have fun. We know, we know how to have a good we time. We know how to party. So sue us, right? <laughs> we know how to yeah, party. We know how to have fun. And we don't have to be apologetic for it. Yep. Yeah, we should you not know? apologize for it. We should not yeah, apologize. We shouldn't. And we don't... Mm, in terms of being competitive, mm-hmm. we're not overly competitive. Mm-hmm. I think we can be a little bit more competitive. <laughs> you think so, huh? I think we can be. Okay. So you think perhaps part and of it... And that's why sometimes mm-hmm. we lag behind because we, ah. we lack right. that... Oomph. Uh, the extra know? oomph. Yeah. Right. Because we tend to be a more like... Do you think just after what you just said uh, that that you're probably going to get some some stuff hurled back at you because of what you just said? Do you think so? I don't think so. From some quarters of the community? No. No? I think every community Mm -hmm. can strive to be better. Mm. It's not generally only Eurasians. Well said. Every one of us can be better. Everyone. Every community regardless. Regardless. It's how much we want it. In the past, you see... We used to emphasize on certain communities mm-hmm. that all need help. Yeah. Every community needs help right. in different ways. Right. Right. Um, this is going to be one last question. I think we've been talking for about, let's see now, we've been talking for about an hour. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies. Um, which one? Pick one up. Huh? One. Okay. Okay. It can be none. That's the other option. Okay. Feng, Suji Cake, Curry Devil. <laughs> I would have to say Suji Cake. Okay, why? Because my brother made a business out of it. Mm-hmm. Temptations Pastry Shop. Oh! Jeffrey, okay. okay, okay. His Suji Cake was from, it's my grandmother's recipe. Right. It was my grandmother's recipe. Right. And so that was something very special. To be very honest, uh, we didn't, when growing up, I didn't know what's inside Fink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just ate it. It was, yeah. it was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Suji cake has to be because it's very much part of all our celebrations. Mm. Yes. And Jeffrey was a chef, he passed away. Mm-hmm. But every birthday, he would. You know, make suji cake. Mm. And yeah, I you know I get my fix every Christmas, man. Yeah. Uh, I like to thank Prisla. Uh, <laughs> every year I get your suji cake. I also have my fang fix right. uh, every Christmas right. from Chris Pereira. Thank you very much for always <laughs> feeding me fang every year. Um, you know, and and because you know, as I said, I'm raised Peranakan. Right. I have a lot right. of that, loads right, of those, right, right? Right, right? But I know for a fact, you know, the the Eurasian side, you know, will will will. Well, friends of mine, you know, mm-hmm. and family, you know, they will also contribute right. at least during Christmas time. Yeah, and I get right, my right, fix. Yeah. But now we are trying to say you don't only have to wait 
for Christmas to have. Here we go. Here we go. She's going to slide that one in. <laughs> all Christmas, uh, all curry devil. Yeah, because there are all these businesses that actually have it. It's available. All the time. And you know what? I have actually ordered some stuff. Right. Yeah, I have, you know, and yes, I am aware. Yeah. And trust you me, I do, <laughs> I do go, and I do check them out whenever right. you post them. I it's do. It's quite hard. Yeah. For, at first, for mm-hmm. the Eurasian mm-hmm. to try other people's curry devil or fing or suji cake. Right. Because if their parents made it, yeah. they'll be like. Oh, I prefer my mother's one. I prefer my grandfather's yes. mother's one. Blah yes. blah blah. Yeah. So there's that barrier. Yes. Yes. Which we've taken two years. Yeah. To to try to break it down. Yeah. Well, well, it was great, man. I mean, I mean, it's so difficult to do, but you're doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, frankly. Okay. Um, for those of you, for for if any Eurasians are watching this, outside of those who are already aware <laughs> of Eurasian International, if you haven't been to the site, or rather. You can catch them on Facebook. That's the easiest place to go. Like them on Facebook, okay? But not forgetting, if you're going to do that, you've got to also head down to CCB TV <laughs> on Facebook and make sure that you hit the notification button, hit the like button, and then you can also go to Instagram and go to ccb.tv underscore and you can catch our reels there. But more importantly, go down to CCB TV podcasts on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. We've got lots more than just this show. We've got other shows that we're producing out of the studio as well. So catch us there. And not forgetting, last but not least, Gordon's Vades, man. <laughs> this is the bomb. This is Chris Hansen together with Sandra Gallison, my guest. Thank you so very much for joining us on CHC. No, we are not a church. It's called the Chris Hansen Conversation. I'll see you guys real soon. Bye-bye.